Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This week, we are joined by my new friend, Justin Cogswell. He is the founder, the owner, the CEO of Operation Buildup. Joining us this morning on the show to talk about all things Operation Buildup, where it started, where it's going, and what we need to know. Hi, Justin. Thank you for joining me this morning. Thank you so much for having me today. I, I really appreciate the opportunity. We kind of just met by chance on Facebook. And, you know, I, I saw you were doing really, really great work with Operation Buildup. And I really was intrigued and wanted to learn more. And I was like, I think the audience would really, you know, be at a disservice if they didn't know about this. So we love to take a moment and just talk about mental health, you know, military base, supporting our community. And I feel like Operation Buildup just kind of takes all that and wraps it in a little bow and is like, that's what we are. So I could be totally wrong and I'll let you explain. But what is Operation Buildup? Where did it start? And what are all the things? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're definitely right in that assumption. So Operation Buildup, we started um, back in 2016 and became a nonprofit just as a, a small group of veterans that got tired of watching our friends return home from overseas and fall through the cracks. Mm -hmm. The suicide rates that we were witnessing and the homelessness rates were so high that it was literally getting to the point to where it was like 20% of the guys from each of our units. So a group of us got together and just wanted to do something proactive and try to help. And, and we came up um, with this idea, we, what we decide is that when when a veteran loses transportation, it's pretty pretty much their their last line of defense. When they can no longer get to doctor's appointments or get to work, they start relying on friends and family members. You know, calling people for rides, they quickly run out of favors. People stop answering the phones. Mm -hmm. You know, family members start saying, "Hey, you're a marine," or "Hey, you're a soldier." You know, you should be able to take care of this, and and the, and the pressure really comes down on them. Another thing about our veterans is when they're witnessing a, a moment of weakness or a darkest hour, they're the last ones to ask for help. Mm -hmm. So they, they cry in silence and they tell everyone, don't worry, I've got this, I can take care of it, you know, even when they have the world on their back. So we show up when, um, you know, they're, they're, they're on their last prayer. They've lost their vehicle at this point. A lot of times their bills are going off, their electric's going off. Many times they're facing eviction. They have children and dependents, you know, people depending on them. And if they had a vehicle, they would have the capabilities to go out and handle their business and create the kind of life they deserve. So so we provide that. So okay. we're you know, when they're when they're ready to fall and hit the ground, we run and slide and throw a pillow under them. That's yeah. our that's our mission. There's such a stigma around you know, I mean, mental mental illness and mental health, I feel like it's gotten a lot better over the years, but for only specific groups of people. I mean, when it comes to our military, our police officers, our firefighters, our people in just active line of duty or even, you know, retired line of duty, 
it's like, well, they they have seen a lot and they can handle a lot. They can handle more than anybody can. They'll be fine. And I feel right. like that's the notion that a lot yes. of people just assume. Like they're so tough, you know. They're so manly. They're so they're this. They're they're the hard exterior. They're maybe they're you know short fused or whatever the case may be. But those are the people that like you said, aren't always going to ask for help and need it the most. Exactly. You're exactly right. And we do see that out in the community, you know, especially when we're, you know, fundraising or trying to get donations. I feel like the veteran segment gets the least, even though we see the most people waving the flags yeah. and clapping and shedding tears when it comes to actually financially supporting or, you know, businesses supporting, we see very, very little support in that community. You know, it, that's, which is crazy because yeah. like everyone's first in line to go to the m- Memorial Day parade. Right. You know what right. I mean? And throw the candy and do all the things yep. and yep. wear the red, white, and blue. Exactly. But it's like when when push comes to shove, you know, where we'll, are you? We'll start fundraisers alongside, you know, someone that, you know, uh is running a fundraiser for a, a cat missing an eye. And we'll watch that fundraiser go to twenty thousand, twenty five thousand dollars, and ours will be at two hundred dollars, you mm-hmm. know. So so it's just I wish people stood more behind the veteran community. Um, but I think the reason why is because they do envision us as strong and capable. Yeah. And um, with the right resources, I, I believe our veterans are the leaders of tomorrow. But I fear that when they've lost all hope and, and they've lost transportation and, and they're starting to go down the drain is is when a lot of – I mean, these are tough guys. Yeah. A lot of them at that point just – Call it quits. And unfortunately, once it gets to that point, there's no going back. I also, yes. And to your point, I also feel like with the fundraisers and things like that, like a lot of that is like very tangible and really easy to understand. Like here's a cute kitten and like here's something that's fluffy (laughs) and like you can see it and you can pet it and you can love it. But it's really hard to get behind a cause that you don't always understand. And like, being in the military is something I will never understand. I've never been in the military. I don't have any loved ones that's ever been in the military. And it's, I feel like, a very isolating career choice, although it is the most notable and the most honorable. Yes. It, uh, it, there's a big misconception of, like, you know, they go off. It's it's kind of like a don't ask, don't tell type of, like, yeah. agreement in the sense of, I don't want to know what happened over there because it's dark. Yes. And, like you seem fine on the outside. So like, it's all good. Go talk to a therapist type of thing, but it's hard to be conveyed to the average person of like, this is why we need money. This is why we need help. This is why we need resources. Yeah. A lot of these guys return home a a fraction of the person that they left as. And uh, it's really hard to see on the outside, but it's, it's on the inside. Um, So we, we got together uh, just a small group of us. None of us are mechanics. So we YouTube everything. Um, we get these vehicles donated. We go and buy the parts. We pull up YouTube videos. Um, we work in driveways a lot of times. So we're laying on our backs in mud and snow and rain and cold weather gear, um, usually arguing over who has the best video to fix a certain yeah. <laughs> problem on YouTube. Um, you know, we're using uh, pipe wrenches and tools where actual mechanics show up in the comments and they're like, man, you guys are a wreck. It's pretty yeah. funny. But, um, you know, to this date, we have surprised 312 struggling veterans with vehicles, wow. which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's actually a ton. I mean, and, if you think of the average cost of a car, I mean, it's, yes, it's huge. It absolutely is. And, and you know, um, all different kinds of vehicles, some of them are 
unbelievably amazing vehicles. Some of them are 30, 40,000 miles. Some of them have 110,000 miles. You know, we do yeah. the best with what gets donated. But at the end of the day, if these vehicles buy them two years or three years of time, we've done our job. And mm-hmm. that that's enough to – I mean, some of the stories that, that we've witnessed – you know, the, the life transitions that we've witnessed in these veterans has been absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, share one that comes top of mind to you. Yeah, so I, I actually just told this story yesterday. We had one veteran that was an Army Ranger that had done um, five or six tours. So he had been uh, spent a lot of time in combat and returned home and, and was doing videos on Facebook, motivational-type videos. And um, he was doing them a couple times a week, and then they started getting darker, and, and the bags under his eyes got bigger. He, had, he grew a big beard, mm-hmm. and one day he panned around his house, and his house was completely empty. And he said, guys, look, I'm going to tell you the truth. He said, this is my house. He said, I sleep in this bunk bed that I dragged in off the street. I've got an American flag tacked to the wall, and that's all I have in this house. My truck was repossessed. I have no vehicle. He said, I'm going to call it quits. So I called him. Mm-hmm. Within 30 minutes and said, hey, uh, my name's Justin. You know, we're looking for a speaker um, in two days that um, we'd like to talk about some of the difficulties that you've encountered after returning home from overseas. We'll pay you 500 bucks. And you could tell he was he was ready to just kind of check out. And he was like, oh, OK, you know what? I'll, I'll do it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So we picked him up. We had a 19, I think it was a 1992 Buick that we had been working on. Mm -hmm. And this thing had 100,000 miles. I thought it was a wicked cool car. The leather interior was maroon. I mean, they just tricked it out. Yeah, they don't make them like they used to. And uh, we got him to this bar, and the bar was full, and we had a bunch of operation buildup people in there. And he was in the corner practicing his lines. And you could see him, he was sweating, he was really nervous. And we had the fire chief walk in and say, hey, who double parked in front of the bar? And we all turned and pointed to this veteran. And he said, I don't have a car. And we threw him the keys and he caught the keys and he oh just, just started crying. Yeah. And he took that car within two weeks. He, he left his apartment. He got a job with one of the country's largest landowners doing observe and report for the pipeline. As soon as he showed up, they gave him a cabin and a horse. And he was with a bunch of other army rangers who also had cabins and horses. Yeah. And he, so he took that Buick, drove this location, I believe it was Nebraska or wherever the pipeline oh, was. Oh, he like, he and went for it. Yeah. yeah. He went for it. Yeah. And, and, and they would just ride on horseback with binoculars and see if there were protesters on the pipeline and then call it in. And that's what he did for like two years. Wow. And now he has a child. They just had a child. He's getting married. He's uh, in Texas. And he calls me every couple of months and says, look, that $400 Buick saved my life. You don't know. I was an hour away from a trailer pool. He's like, and my whole life changed is different and I owe everything to you. So I know that we are saving lives. And that's just one mission out of 312, which is a a ton. 100%. Um, You know, so, so our impact is unbelievable. But it's also what we do is very difficult. You know, funding has been tough. You know, there's a spiritual warfare aspect. When you're doing good in the world, there is always spiritual warfare. I wasn't prepared for that. What um, does that mean exactly? I don't I don't know what that means. Well, I believe that I believe personally that good and evil is present in this world and and it operates and works through people. Mm -hmm. So I believe that some people are full of light and they're out here doing good and trying to make the world a better place. And I believe that the opposite is also true. So sometimes the light that you put out into the world will anger the darkness and other people and and they'll, 
you know, come after you and attack you. I think anybody that's been on top has experienced this in, in one form or another. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did, we have come under fire a lot. Um, we've not let it slow us down, but during COVID we had to take a knee for a little while, which is why I'm, I'm really doing a push now to get our name back out there. And, um, I'm prepared for it this time around. So I've got a much more solid head on my shoulders. I know what to expect. And we just need to keep pushing, just keep saving people. We have two Marines right now that are in dire situations that we're hoping to get vehicles to, um, if not by the end of the month, within the first week or two into January. Yeah. it's it's amazing. It feels so good, and to watch it actually happen live because we film them all live and we and we post them on our Facebook page. Yeah. Um, for anybody listening, they can just go to Facebook and search Operation Buildup and follow that page. You can watch all of our reveals. We because they them feel live. like they're a part of the yeah, you're you know the part of the journey exactly. And you yeah. can see you could see it in their eyes. There's not a lot of places where you can go. I mean, like I said, these are tough men and women. Mm-hmm. And when somebody comes through for them, when they didn't have any hope, you can really see it in their face. It's a, it's a it's something that they never forget for the rest of their life. It's such an amazing concept, and it's something that's very niche but very needed, and it's it's very important. And like. We take a lot of these things for granted, right? Whether you're a vet or whether you're just a normal civilian is like, well, if your car's in the shop, your whole day's off because now you have to figure out how you're going to get to work, how you're going to get to the grocery store. Like, it really does put a lot of things into perspective, even just not having it for a day, an hour even. Right. Um, So it's huge. And and to know that people who are already dealing with so much, are dealing with that on top. It's like, all right, that's enough. Like, it it could make anybody break. I guess my biggest question to you is, like, um, how did this kind of come about? Because you are the founder, you are the face, and you've obviously brought people along board. But what is your story behind this? Because there has to be a story. Yeah, yeah. So I was day trading stocks and options. Um, I was making a a good income, a six-figure income, basically in, in fuzzy bunny slippers and pajamas. And I never left the house, um, was on my headset working all day, but I just, I had no purpose in life. And I would basically just, I had a golf cart. I would ride to the end of my driveway. I had a gate. I would get my Amazon packages yeah. <laughs> a couple times a day. That's about all I did. And I just wanted to do something good in the world. I was cruising Craigslist one day and I saw an ad uh, posting that said, just returned home from deployment, car repossessed, two kids going under, please help. And I read that and I thought, wow, the chances of this being a scam is probably pretty high nowadays, but I'm going to give them a call because if you've served, you know when somebody hasn't. So, you know, I asked him a couple questions and and right away I knew that this was a, a real guy. And he had explained to me that he had just returned home. He lived in Canandaigua. His uh, girlfriend or wife or whatever was on drugs when he returned home. Mm. So she left and he was faced with all this responsibility of the two kids, um, you know, having to get a job. His vehicle ended up getting repossessed. Mm -hmm. His bills were getting ready to go off. He was panicking. And, you know, like I said at the time, I wasn't a mechanic. So I said, well, you know, let me see if I can figure something out for you and I'll give you a call back. Well, later on that day, I went and went on Craigslist and, and found a, a PT Cruiser, which is a really small car, yeah. for 500 bucks. And only had like 60,000 miles on it. So I was like, wow, this is a deal. 
What does it need? It said it needed a head gasket. I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> You're I like, just, I'm not sure what that yeah, is. Yeah, I just knew. I, I Googled the head gasket, and the head gasket was $16. So I'm thinking, for 16 bucks, I can get this $500 car that only has 6,000 miles. This is a deal. So I bought the car. I ordered the $16 head gasket. Well, when I when I got into my garage you know, and started YouTubing how to put this part in that I got, it was mm-hmm. video one of 56. So I'm thinking, what did I get myself into? Right. So I go to the last video and they've got the whole car apart. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to this do this. This is a commitment. Yeah, this is a major yeah. commitment. Yeah. So I, you know, I color coded all the bolts with the holes that I didn't mix stuff up and watched all the videos and got it apart. A week and a half later, my buddy showed up and this, this thing, I mean, everything was out of the engine. I had stuff all sure. over the garage. They're laughing. They're saying, you're never going to get this back together. But I focused and... I did get it back together and I started it and it started and it ran great. And I was, I was very proud of myself. So I called this veteran to let him know, Hey, great news. Where are you? I've got a surprise for you, but his phone number was disconnected. So I was like, Oh man, probably because his phone got shut off. What am I going to do? Yeah. So I started emailing the ad. I started emailing, you know, Twice a week, the first week, second week, three, four times. And then it, it start, created like an anxiety in me where I felt guilty. Like, hey, maybe I should have, you know, told this veteran that I was getting this vehicle. Right. So that he could contact me. But I also didn't want, if I couldn't fix it, I didn't want him to false hope chase or, me down yeah. for it or give him right. false hope. Um, so I really started kicking myself in the butt for this. And I blamed myself for it. And my wheels started spinning. You know, is he okay? Did something happened you know did he call it quits you know yeah my mind started racing and it really sparked anxiety in me to this day i've never found that veteran and we've been on the news and on the radio hundreds of times and we've been on national tv and i have never found this veteran to this day so i I waited like a month and a half and i ended up surprising another veteran with the pt cruiser and i said if he ever contacts me i'll give him another vehicle but at that point this really is the pivotal moment that sparked the passion in me where I realized that this is a larger problem. Right. And this is something that our veterans need. This this really is their last line of defense mm-hmm. before they lose complete control of their lives. So that's when the mission was born. That's and insane. A few, that's an insane story. Few, yep. Few Marines that I, I served with, we, we got together, a couple of civilians as well came and helped and we started off real small and we were just buying the vehicles, five, $600 vehicles. We were all throwing the money in and getting the parts. And we operated like that for about a year before we became an official nonprofit and st- people started donating the vehicles to us and the rest is history. Wow. So it's a crazy story. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the mission, you know, still stands and it it kind of is just like everything happens for a reason, but also like why, right. you know, right. it's so insane. So, I mean, when it comes to, you know, funding these and getting donations yes. and this is kind of why we're here today is to, to push it out to the community to just let them know how can they get involved? How can they help? How can they donate? How can they get in the garage with you? You know what I mean? Like if there's any mechanics listening, they're like, I would donate some time to, to help him. You know what I mean? So So we don't have a garage anymore. We, um, you know, during COVID, a, a lot of people were forced to take a knee, including us donations dried up. Um, yeah, we lost our shop. Our company truck that we used to haul the vehicle, donated vehicles around broke down. It's got three hundred sixty thousand miles on it. So we are starting back at square one. The point of today's push is to really 
introduce ourselves back to the community. Most people are familiar with us and, and ask them to stand behind us. I mean, even our website is down, uh, operationbuildup.com. We couldn't pay it during COVID and a broker bought it. And now they're trying to sell it back to us for four oh grand. <laughs> so like, okay. it's the world we're living in. You're like, we're, we're literally a not-for-profit. Like, yeah, I know. And I've talked to the guy and he's like, sorry, I'm running a business. So, okay. um, so we, we really need the community support. It's December, especially businesses. You're getting ready to file your taxes and, you know, pay the government a large check. Most of us that are in business, mm -hmm. you can write up to 10% off to a nonprofit. We can give you a tax deductible invoice for that. So we're hoping that patriotic businesses will go to our Facebook page, Operation Build Up, and message us. Just set up a time where I can come in and speak to you. We have an accountant on board with us to get all the paperwork sorted out with the company for any donations. Also, to the public, if you'd like to make a monetary donation, just go to our Facebook, Operation Build Up, and there's a links to donate. Uh, there's a post right at the top of our page that you can click and and donate. We're, we're starting from square one, and we really need the community behind us. I mean, realistically, we need to gather in order to get a new company truck and a shop and to get ourselves back. We need to be we need to come up with a, a significant amount of funds. Mm -hmm. um, and the donations from the public have been very small. I, you know, people are hurting bad right now. Yeah. It's it's been tough with inflation for, and then COVID. Yeah, and it's exactly. Just like, oh my God. It's been tough for a lot of people. That's why we're really hoping that some of the companies in the area um, will make a donation and we can give them a tax deductible invoice. You know, and then also this time I want to get set up correctly. I'm, I'm looking for mentors, community leaders to join forces with us. We don't have a shop, so we are just working out of a driveway. It is cold, so if you want to volunteer, yeah. be prepared for it. We're out there laying in the mud in cold weather gear. Um, but, you know, it is it is a good time and a great group of people. And the impact is unbelievable, so it's, it's worth the sacrifice. Yeah. We've, surprised four veterans with vehicles in the last six weeks. Wow. And we're, we're still pushing forward. But for the rest of the month of December, I'm really focused on trying to get funding in because um, the average mission prior to COVID was running us about $650. And because of the increases in costs, the average mission now is running us about $1,500. And the donations are... That's more than double. 10, yeah. yeah. The donations are 20% of what yeah. they were to us at this point. So we, we definitely need support. We're asking for support. We know that there's a lot of patriotic companies out there that would love to stand behind us. We have a lot of followers. I think there's 50,000 on our page. Good, yeah. On our Instagram, there's 20 or 30,000. So it's, a, it's an excellent way to get your company's name out when you stand behind us. And it's, it's tax deductible, so you're able to write it off. So it's free, free advertising to support a mm -hmm. mission like ours. And um, the impact is is unbelievable for anybody that's never watched it they they'll have to go to our our page operation build up and watch some of the past missions because yeah just uh seeing the the light go back into their eyes when they realize that they've got the capabilities is i mean it's magical yeah. it really is magical yeah justin i mean the just the whole conversation we've had this morning is very moving and i, I don't think you need to be in the military i don't think you need to be in law enforcement i don't think you have to even be a part of that to know just how awesome this mission is and and it's just really something special and i want to thank you and your whole team and i know like, you don't have much as you said like it's it's very different than what it was but you're still persevering you're still pushing forward yes to help the greater good and i really appreciate that and 
I really hope that, you know, anyone listening to this right now will go visit Operation Build Up on Facebook, Instagram, all the places, and just check it out for yourself and, and you know, make sure that you have a little bit of understanding under your belt to know what's going on out there and to know how impactful this is for for not just veterans, but like their families and everybody yes. else. Because like exactly. if if they're unhappy and they're, you know, unwell mentally, physically, they're they're not capable of doing these things, it affects their family, it affects everyone. So it's just such a widespread thing that you're doing. And I want to thank you very, very, very much. Justin, he's the owner, founder, operation spearhead of Operation Buildup. Giving cars to veterans right here in our area. Is it just locally, or are you are you kind of expanding nationwide? So we, we have gone out. Um, we've done missions as far as Virginia. Um, we've also done some in Pennsylvania, but primarily our missions are here local. Nice. So we do them at events, or we also do what we call running gun missions, where we'll just show up at their door at night uh, with the camera and, and the the vehicle. We surprise them because if we were to tell them that we were coming and we were going to give them a car, they'd say, oh, no. Absolutely not. better than me. Yeah. You know, someone deserves it more than me. They're, yeah. they're very humble by yeah. nature. So so we, we surprise them, and, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Justin, thank you so much for all your time and everything that you're doing for our community. I really appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.